Glad you could make it, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Jesse Lingard struck again and Palace got a point. It's Tuesday, 6th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Vidushin Hantaraja. You are very welcome in this place, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Vish and Luke, it's a pleasure to see you boys as well. Lukey Moore, what is happening, Brovnik? <clears throat> Not much. More of the same. Usual business. Uh-huh. Uh, enjoyed the Easter break. Got more Easter eggs than Kate and Pete and Jim put together, mm-hmm. which is I got zero. Yeah. Um, so I did okay out of it. Yeah. Vish, you feeling forgiven? I'm Hindu, so yeah. the, the mere fact that I'm here, in a way, is forgiveness. So, um, the, way you, the way you said that, you looked at me, I thought you were, my instinctive reaction was to go, well, I'll forgive you then. Because <laughs> you look really sad, you needed some help. <laughs> the way you looked at me. Yeah. No, we, um, as the, the Hunter Raja family have always appropriated the best of holiday traditions, uh-huh. you know, we... We were raised Hindu, but we do Christmas. We do all the eating holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do big fans of Eid, you know. Yeah. Um, Passover, the whole lot. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I had, I didn't have eggs. I did have chocolate. Yeah. No, I had scrambled eggs. Does that count? It doesn't count, does it? I think it does. Anyone who um, follows Vish on Instagram will know that he spends a lot of his time cooking um, quite high-end meal deal things, like um, meal home cooking packs yeah, yeah. and drinking wine, unpronounceable wine. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, I have no gauge on whether they, they're good wines. I just know they cost a lot. Yeah, yeah. so I have to enjoy them. But that's the only thing I go for. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea other than that. Oh um, was there enough mention yesterday of my Danny Welbeck shout and four to score? No, there was because that was the highlight of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think for everyone, we we let you down again. I know. Mm, sorry no. about that. It's bro. like I'm showing off at the end, isn't it? I wouldn't. <laughs> without, it's, without... Like, it's like we've done the first mm-hmm. three hundred meters of the four by one hundred meter at the Olympics, mm-hmm. and we're five. Five people behind. Yeah. I run back and just get us a bronze. And Big Sam clip, be, beats you at the line, doesn't yeah, he? Big Sam. Yeah, actually, it was a mixed bag. <laughs> to be fair, it was a mixed bag, <laughs> wasn't it? When your opinions are as forthright as mine, yeah. sometimes you've got to take a hurricane of piss <laughs> in the did, face. A Big Sam did that to me this weekend. <laughs> when when that fourth or fifth went in and he sort of crossed his legs and sat back in his chair, I thought, oh, show it, he, show it, yeah. He listened to the football album yeah. on Friday, didn't he? I, I also <laughs> flicked on. I also we had the radio running in the kitchen. Um, I think I think they were replaying the highlights on the weekend or whatever. This was yesterday. And walked into the kitchen, I, I shit you not, just to hear Sat Big Sam go, and to be honest, we took him apart in the second half. <laughs> I was like, get off, get the radio off, get it off, get it off. Uh, but to be fair, they did. Yeah. And the and the, the prize for that will be relegation to the championship. So <laughs> well, who will have the last laugh fish? Tuning in May. No, I think you can start laughing. Okay, yeah. What <laughs> be my last laugh? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Gentlemen, there was a couple of games last night. Of course, it was a lovely one at uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers Ground. West Ham United won 3-2. Big Jesse Lingard, eh? Running them a merry dance. Fish, come on! I'll tell you what, he has made that squad selection for Gareth Southgate very much uh, a tricky one when it comes to those forward-thinking players. And I know there was a lot of chat on Twitter last night about what Neville and Carragher were saying. We don't want to go too much... Uh, down that uh, road but Lingard the reason why he won't be in the runnings for player of the season is because obviously this is, this is just half a season but if he'd have done this all year <laughs> I'd be talking a contender yeah well, I mean, if, he, if he did it five years in a row but the point be, yeah, I'm not talking about hang on talking about? previous seasons don't, they don't take the point that into is, account is, of this season he can't do it all year because he's not good enough and he won't be in the England squad How either you say because that? he's not good enough right this is outrageous 
He's not good enough, is he? Let's be fair. I mean, no, he's not. But where's this well, coming okay, from? We, we don't need to. We don't need to shit on him after Paul. No, it was like a yesterday. great goal and a great performance. Yeah. yeah. All I'm saying is England's best player and player of the season. <laughs> All, right? All I'm saying is why can't you just enjoy the lovely chocolate bar you've been given yeah. and not kick off about not having a th- Michelin three star meal? It's the greatest chocolate bar I've ever had. It's a nice chocolate bar. Enjoy it. Uh-huh. The three star Michelin. Yeah. The, the three star mm-hmm. Michelin star meal, mm-hmm. which is the England squad, isn't going to be presented to you. Right, but it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the chocolate bar. Well, Gareth Southgate, and I disagree with you. We'll <laughs> see. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, but Fish, you were about to wax lyrical about his goal. Oh, just Lingard in general, really, because mm. I, I thought know, you were a fan of Lingard. Actually, no, I am. Because okay. when he when he moved to West Ham, mm. I, I did say that at his best, he has this great quality of carrying the ball from deep mm-hmm. at pace, and usually through the middle. Mm. He's he's. Uh, uh, I don't really know why, but he seems to have struggled whenever United have had him out wide. You know, even if, if you think of the traditional place, you'd put a right-footed uh, runner, I suppose. You know, you think coming on for the left, but it never really worked out for him. And I think yesterday we saw why, mm. because he loves slaloming, and maybe you can't do that when you've got the touchline either side of you. Yeah. But, you know, while I while I said that he, he'd be a good thing for West Ham, especially just to bolster their energy and give them another threat going forward... You know, no way in my life did I see it happening like this, you know, as he's done in these last eight games or so. Mm. Been remarkable. And, and yesterday, I mean, it's the perfect perfect storm of, of confidence and a player who was involved at a big club who, I suppose you end up getting pigeonholed as a squad player, don't you? Mm. And when you're at that kind of tier of club, I imagine it's quite hard to get a move anyway because generally he spent, if you spend that much time there, mm-hmm. you're on decent-sized wages mm-hmm. so that the team... Teams in the tier below can't necessarily take that risk with you anyway, yeah. and it's worked out perfectly for him. And I'm I'm really chuffed for him because I, I quite enjoy the carry on. I think it's a great example of someone who's confident in his personality, and it's mm-hmm. a great example of how people of his generation are more expressive. And I think as a 35 year old, or, you know, someone in their mid 30s, if I was to turn my nose up at that, I'd be a bit of a joke to be honest. Mm. And I quite like it. Express yourself, Lingard, and he's doing it in the right way as well. I'm enjoying the carry on as well. That's the perfect way to sum it up, <clears> I think. I mean, he's not that much younger than you, Vish. I mean, he's 28, isn't he? I know, but he may as well be. I feel like an old shit. Yeah, fair enough. An old shit. <laughs> God, that's what I feel like. Um, but it was, it was, it was a great. He exchanged words with Pedro Neto at the end of the match. Lingard said that Neto apparently asked him, "Why do you play like that?" He thinks it's in response to the way he kind of kept the ball in the corner at the end of the game. But otherwise, Lingard oh, wasn't sure. Get over it, no. no. <laughs> We're all in the same cesspool. Well, why have you here? got to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I why, can't, why can't you give us more of a chance to get an equaliser? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it yeah. was a bit like, oh, how do you do the things you do? Yeah. <laughs> I think Peter Neto was saying, Peter you do, you do realise you're making it harder for us to score it. And he's going, yes, I know. And I also like that Fabio Silva instinctively tried to goad the crowd after scoring <laughs> yeah. because he forgot there was no crowd there. Uh-huh. And he tried to style it out. Mm. But we saw it. <laughs> we saw it, Fabio. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a marvellous first half from West Ham, Luke. 3-0 up. Yeah. They're going bloody well. They are going very well. And I, I was being a little bit um, f- facetious around Lingard earlier. I mm. mean, I don't think he is going to be uh, good enough to make a meaningful impact for England in the summer, but that's not the point. The point is he's moved to a club. He's playing really, really well. His contribution has been fantastic. Um, it's been something, actually, that if you think about it, has dogged his career previously. What contribution does he make? Let's mm. look at his goals. Let's look at his assists. Mm-hmm. All those meme stats yep. that would go yeah, around yeah, yeah. on social media. Well, actually, his return is very good for mm. West Ham. He's playing in the hole. Um, behind Antonio, who, by the way, made a magnificent mm. decoy run for Lingard mm-hmm. to score. I mean, let's not forget that. It was it was typical Antonio. Any, any young striker listening. Perfect. Take it from Antonio. 
and take it from me. But, all right? yeah, that's, yeah. What you, that's what your attacking midfielders want you to do. It's what you've got to do. Yeah. And I don't know what Wolves were doing at, at the back particularly. I mean, I know they got a couple of goals, but at the back, they were all over the place. He's, and, he's changed the system a little bit. The back. Neil, Neil Holy Spirit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Holy Spirit's changed the system. Well, yeah. he was Great time of year for him, you'd think. Oh, you would have thought so. Yeah. Um, but he um, you know, was playing at you know, back three for, for a while at Wolves, of course, you know, and, and this season they've been deploying a back four a lot more. Do you think that, that that's unsettled them a bit then? Well, although no, I, I, I wouldn't be an expert in Wolves specifically, but they're going to get nowhere near the mm. points tally they got last season. I know they've had Raul Jimenez out. I know they've had Johnny out, who some Wolves fans have said mm-hmm. has been a, is a really important player for them. I'm sure they're right. Jota left, of course. Yeah, Jota's gone. So yeah, they, they've been impacted upon that, but they're looking like they're probably going to be about, what, I don't know, like at least 15 points worse off than last season. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it's not ideal. But, but, the, but for a side like Wolves, though, you would think that the, the the space they occupy in the league, there will be some times that they're pushing for, say, a Europa League spot, and then other times when you've had injuries or lost one or two key players and so on, then you can finish there. It's a case of don't get in a relegation scrap, which they're yeah. not in. No, absolutely. And, and also, yeah, of course. I, 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 I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't disagree with that. Whereas West Ham, Vish, they're in the top four. Uh, you know they're edging in there David Moyes was daring to dream um, now West Ham haven't finished in the top floor in the top flight since 1986 which is a remarkable stat and Moyes said <laughs> sorry to cut you wasn't, wasn't he wasn't he daring to dream by just talking <laughs> for no reason about how all his players are going to be signed yeah. I mean, like, don't tell him he's going to play that down <laughs> He said, after 30 games, it's not a fluke to be in the top four. We're there because we've played well enough. God, he's sounding upbeat. Yeah. We're challenging. So let's try and do everything to stay in there. We're going to go for it. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had a taste. No, I think that's enough for me. I, you yeah. should be happy with six. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but he did say, you're right. In, in the, he said yesterday that, uh, that West Ham would have to consider big money offers from Declan Rice or Thomas Suchek. He said it would take the Bank of England and the Royal Bank of Scotland for Rice and the Bank of Czech for Suchek. Yeah, in the Bank of Scotland, didn't they struggle for this? It would be the it would also be the Bank of the Czech Republic as yeah. well, not just the Bank or of Czechia. Czechia, as they prefer. Che- oh yeah, we have. They had a little. So. They had a little rebound. Is that, that still happening? I, d- I don't know. The Czech Republic had a bit it of a rebound. It didn't go well. It, well, we didn't know. No, someone called it Czechia, and I was like, "Don't give them a nickname." No, that's that, what they want to. No, I didn't. The Czech Republic rebranded themselves to Czechia. Yeah, Big see, the fish didn't even know. No. How do you even do that as a country? I don't know. <laughs> What would you rebrand England? Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I think they tried that in 2016, didn't they? Yeah, yeah don't get me started. I mean, I've got time for that now. <laughs> just, just, just call the country yeah. home. But, but, but to, to take it back to the football very, very briefly, um, the, the fact that West Ham were able to do that without Declan Rice, who has been one of the best players mm. in the Premier League this season, with Mark Noble in there, who, you know, who's already announced what, what he's announced re his retirement and stuff, mm. um, was a testament to them as well. Because if you look at players that get a lot of credit for Wolves, Neves and then Donker would be two of them, mm. occupying a similar part of the pitch. West Ham were able to emerge winners away from home. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great effort. Yeah, it's a great shame that he got a, an injury and we hope that he'll be all right for the Euros, because that would be a blow to Sir Gareth. Yeah, um, he's well. I suppose for West Ham in particular, that that's why that win yesterday was so important mm-hmm. because I think there's they've they've got they've had three ever present players: Suchek, Cresswell, and before last night, um, Rice. I don't. It's looking looking quite bad for the Euros, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you look at the top, what so Southgate names his squad in seven weeks, mm-hmm. which is basically <clears throat> about the time that Rice is out for. If there's any chance he's going to be fit, he'll name him. Yeah, yeah. Well, and with, uh, with Henderson as well in that in that crucial part of the pitch. Mm. Yeah, you know, 
Oh, now you're getting me worried. Why have you started this? We got, we got. Uh, Could be know, nice for a minute, a little rest. Yeah, yeah. Back, well, back at it again. <laughs> Lingard's playing his part. Don't oh, worry about that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Put him in there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have short memories, gentlemen. I don't have a short memory. You do. I just know that time happens. Yeah. So that because he scored a goal against fucking Panama in the World Cup three years ago, uh-huh. it doesn't mean he gets a pass for England for the rest of his life. I know, yeah. I've got a long memory. I remember how good Hargreaves was. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to put him in there as well? Yeah. If he was fit, which he never Bobby was. Bobby Charlton even... could bang it. Yeah. Right, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're being a little silly, gentlemen. He's played in two tournaments. One of those, on one of those older ones with he longer is... shorts and a cravat. Give it, get him in there as well. <laughs> He was Welsh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> One of those Welsh ones. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I think uh, I'd have him in. I'd have them all in. What's your cut off? Uh-huh. So you're saying we've got short memories. What's your cut off? Yeah. Well, how long ago can they have done something good to still be in the England squad for you? <laughs> Last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. So far, so good. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Everton drew at home with Crystal Palace. One-one. Former England manager Roy Hodgson hadn't won a single point at Goodison this century. Um, but he but he got it last night thanks to Mitchy Batchway. Over the international break, Batchway accused Hodgson of not trusting him, unlike Roberto Martinez. And he said, uh, for those who, who who don't remember or never saw this, I get a breath of renewed energy when I come into the national team because it's very hard for me at my club. The coach, the team members and the system are different. With Belgium, I feel a lot of trust from the coach, trust that I do not get at Palace. That's quite a bold thing to say for a player. Why do footballers continually mm. fall for the old international break, say something like I shouldn't think. Yeah. You just not, like, you don't do they think it's not going to be translated? Like, it's not going to be translated? <laughs> well, you it's the first thing it, a work experience that a newspaper does, probably. <laughs> you think that's what it is? They feel like, they feel like they've almost got diplomatic immunity. Yeah, you know, like some sort of delegate or, or whatever it is. You yeah. Know. Um, I, it's true. I mean, and, and Hodgson, though, unlike him to to respond to this, but he did uncharacteristically say, I would advise people that when they... People. We all know who you mean. <laughs> I would advise people that when they do go away and say things like this, to be a little bit careful. Oh, he's menacing. Menacing, mm. Roy. Because playing 60... This is a dig. Playing 60 minutes against Belarus and scoring one of eight goals is not quite the same as scoring in the Premier League. I like it. It's oh, a bit of sting in the tail. It's really kind of understated as well. It's not yeah. quite the same. What yeah. he means is it's a fucking joke. <laughs> But he won't say that. He, he stopped short of saying even Benteke scored. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, from and that's that's the point, isn't it? From Bashwai's mm. point of view, mm. if you are look, fair enough, his goal scoring contribution over the recent season, I think since he left Marseille, has been has been mm. poor mm. for a forward player. Yeah, it's a very stop and, start, isn't it? And people like Vish and Andy will give us loads of reasons why it doesn't matter and why they need to do lots. They can do lots of other stuff as well. I tried to slag off Benteke with Andy last week. Couldn't mm. get away with it. I defended Benteke as well. Yeah, I laughed out of dodge. It's all the broadsheet people, isn't it? You do all that stuff, <laughs> but. Goal, they it's need not, to score goals as well. What about goal involvement? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Bashawai's ex- expected bench positions. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, and and if you're sat there looking at Benteke mm-hmm. and going, I can't get in this team because of Benteke, mm. you're probably going to be frustrated mm-hmm. because Benteke's contribution is also yeah. poor. Mm. So for him to come on and score, that's a lovely touch because it, it gives a lovely bit of subtext to it. Well, it? It, Roy trusted him to come on and he did his <laughs> bit, so we're all happy, aren't we? Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say there was a wonderful bit of shade on the... Um, Sky Sports news story on this. Batshuayi has made 16 appearances in the Premier League this season, scoring once and making two assists. The 27-year-old has featured just six times this calendar year and was an unused substitute in Palace's last five top flight matches. His loan deal at Palace includes an option to buy in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if he'll be exercising that. At one point he cost 30 mil. Yeah. 30 mil he cost at one point. Uh, it, was, it was a lovely finish, to it be was. fair. Did he go over to Roy? 
and and point him, and Roy goes, and there's the trust, and there's the trust. <laughs> but, but there was a so there was a moment in the celebration. I, I think maybe because he wondered if it was offside, mm. because he kind of went to like jump around and then stopped. And I was like, if there was a crowd here, mm. would he be doing fingers and ears? Yep. Would he have like made a pointed, mm. you know, pointed gesture pointed towards? Name. Maybe, yeah. maybe he had maybe he had something. Point to Ben Peckham, be like, he didn't do that. Maybe it's something <laughs> written on a t-shirt underneath, and he was thinking. Right, now's my... Oh, he's yeah. just brought me on. Uh, should I bother? Should I... Should I you know? Do you reckon it was a quandary of like, has he just said that to wound me up? Yeah. To wind me up so that I score a goal? Should I have not scored? <laughs> really stick it to him. took his top off and he had like, up yours, Roy. How, I mean, how do you... If you want to Shut your noise, you old... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to put a message on a t-shirt under your shirt, slag yeah. it off your manager, yeah. that is an absolute minefield <laughs> in the dressing room. <laughs> <Yeah. isn't it? laughs> You turn around, please, Bishy. Yeah. Yeah, I can still hear you. Turn around. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, lads. I'll put it in another language. Do you know how many languages <laughs> that man speaks? Not with Roy. Yeah. <laughs> I like, well, like what with Roy. Pick any other English manager <laughs> yeah. ever, yeah. but not Roy. Yeah. Limey. Uh, so you, uh, Vishy Bashawai, you pleased with? with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're our Vishy Bashawai. Yeah, I'll take that. It's better than um, my old editor used to call me Vichy France. Yeah, you said before. Yeah. That's mean. That is mean. Hugely yeah. disrespectful. Especially when I Wikipedia did oh, Hold yeah. on. Yeah, that's uh, The big highlight of the, this game for me, yes. and by the way, Everton should have been out of sight. And oh, this is, yeah. Yeah, Everton fans be tearing their hair well, out. Boy, mate. I, love, I love it when Roy Hodgson gives a keep, the keeper his compliments. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to the goalkeeper. Yeah. He's, he words it in a slightly different yeah. way, you know. I, I, the highlight I was going to say for me was the pass play through mm. for Calvert Lewin that took out the entire Palace team. Holgate, yeah, from Holgate, which 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 Calvert Lewin fudged somehow. I don't even know why he didn't even need to break his stride; he could have just dinked it, and it would have been it would Easy have been curtains. Yeah, Guaita was was good, but I thought there were a couple of chances, specifically from Calvert Lewin, actually, where he sh- should have been taken out of the equation. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They struck the ball a little too close to him. I'd and say. get David Natterborough on the line because the rarest of beasts from oh. Hammers Rodriguez. Yes. A right foot finish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got it. Do you know, it, when I was uh, reading a couple of bits around this, it was reminded that, you know, Hammers Rodriguez, a World Cup top scorer, and you go, oh, yeah. Blimey. It, yeah. seems, it seems an age away now. He's lived many lives, hasn't he? He has lived many lives. a time traveller. Yes. Um, and, no, and, sorry, not a time traveller, just someone who's existed for a long period of time. Yeah, like Wolverine. Normally, we we <laughs> reserve the uh, what is it, uh, quantum leap stuff for Pete or Jim. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, I I I um I would like to further. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I realised how that sounded there. Normally, you've yeah sod off. Uh, you, went a bit, you went a little bit Ramsey on me. There, I'll, 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 be, I'll be honest Gordon. with you. I was Gordon. I... Gordon. Right. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I, I... <laughs> What's this? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't remember it's the name of the show. It's fucking raw. <laughs> so, with the Hammers Rodriguez right foot finish, there are uh, seven categories in the conservation status of animals in the animal kingdom. And they range from extinct, uh-huh. your dodos, for example, mm. yeah, yeah. all the way through to least concern. Mm. Now, I would put Hammers Rodriguez's right foot in probably, not quite extinct in the wild, but probably critical. Silverback gorilla. Uh, well, I'll tell you what the Are they quite critical? I'll tell you. Hang on a sec. They Go probably on, are. Yeah. Where, what about the header then? The Hamas Rodriguez header. Where are we putting that? Is that extinct? Mm, I haven't seen one in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, yeah, training's not the wild. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> training's the zoo. Yeah. They need to break out of training. Yeah. So, yeah. silverbacks are critically endangered. So there you go. They're critical. You see? 
So I, I think Hammers is probably the right the right foot of Hammers Rodriguez is critical. Mm. It's Why not are they critically in danger? They're big fuckers. They can look after themselves. Yeah. We ain't got time for that either now. Bloody people hell, with big... guns and all that. Yeah, shocking. Behavior. Give them the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've seen Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So what, let them. What yeah, I know. That's yeah. why you don't give them the guns. Well, you, th- you think that was a feel-good story? I it? thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> reclaiming power. That story is written by the guys with a gun saying, "Look what could happen." Anyway, what we need to do is is a sensitive and CZ deli- was a good one. Delicately handled reintroduction period for Hammers Rodriguez's right foot to hopefully it can prosper again. Yes. So give it a gun. Encourage it. <laughs> encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I'd like to turn our attention back to Crystal Palace. Andros Townsend uh, recently said that numerous Palace players' uh, contracts are up this summer and they'll only discover their future at the end of the season, which does seem a little bit last minute, doesn't it? It's incredible. What, what, what is going on? Have they just like let the paperwork slide? I think, I, well, we've... You know, like when you accidentally, you know, switch to Amazon Prime, you're like, why am I being charged seven, mm, yeah. seven quid a month here? Yeah, and I know you just you forgot mean. to take it off. I mean, this is Arsenal-esque. Maybe they were having a chat with Arsenal saying, how do you do it? Well, we just use it. It just sort of takes care of itself, really, doesn't it? I was, I was, when you said that, I was just thinking, that's what we do with Vish. Yeah. <laughs> well, Newcastle there, apparently, that's harsh. It's, he knows he's safe. No, he doesn't. He's, he's fucking Jim Bowen. He's off to get a gun. You've got that, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you get his BFA, you don't worry about that. <laughs> he sees things none of us can see. Yeah. Uh, but Newcastle are apparently uh, trying to lure... Townsend back to uh, St James's Park. Does it spell a wicked whisper? That's... I mean, it's not law, it's trap, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably what happened to those gorillas. Mm. Forget everything you remember about Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be interested in coming back? Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. How could any player mm. who, who, I suppose if they just, I guess, well, they can't even say they want to play in the Premier League because that might not be a permanent thing. <laughs> How could any player look at Newcastle now mm. and go, that's for me? Yeah. Hello, Andros. Uh, yeah, we, we've just found your wallet in... Uh, have you got my wallet? I don't know, but do you want to come and pick it up? In the big market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Palace and Newcastle, did you see that Alan Padre said he regrets the FA Cup final dance in 2016? He said, my daughter has said there's this new dance, and that must, must have been in my head. So he's saying that that's why he did so the So he dance. was trying to do a meme kind no, of dance. No, he's talking bollocks. Yeah. I should never he, have done it. People remember it, unfortunately. It says a lot about Alan Padre that he thinks that... Saying that he was influenced by a child yes. yeah. is mitigation for his nonsense. He's trying to blame his daughter. Doesn't, re- <laughs> doesn't regret the headbutt. No, he doesn't. No. Yeah, just the dance. <laughs> well, I was learning from my daughter, it didn't would, I? It, to be fair to... I mean, if we are going to be fair to Pars for a sec, um, it would be upsetting, wouldn't it, if you, in the spur of the moment, did like a rubbish dad dance mm-hmm. and now it's gift everywhere on yeah, the internet all the yeah. time. That would be awful. Pete's got a mate who's terrified of being a, a meme mm. and so he won't let Pete take any photos of him because Pete's so good at memes. Yeah, whereas Jim's let and him so, do a bust of his head. He has. Whereas Pardew, you'd probably think... I can understand what he means. He made a mistake. Fair enough, Pardew's made five million mistakes so he gets no sympathy. Mm. But that particular one would come back to haunt you over and over again. Yeah. I, but I think Pardew did that Thinking that if if they won the game and obviously they won one up, mm. that he would have thought that's going to become iconic. Oh that's yeah, cool. yeah, that, yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. going to be like the giant nothing strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it didn't. There we are. Yeah. Time for a break. <laughs> Consistent, referee. Don't give them all day, man. Hey, just give one in here. Just give one in here. Fuck off. Just give one in here.
<laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Before we get to your emails, by the way, someone messaged me uh, with a little Yuri Geller update. Oh, nice. Um, apparently, he was telling the world to work together to free the Suez Canal ship with their minds, and he claimed that he moved it a bit. <laughs> Good to see he's back in business. Do you think any of our listeners know who Yuri Geller is? <laughs> they bloody should. Yeah, they should look him up, shouldn't they? Because he took his time, us. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, the idea of that, yeah. <laughs> I've got powers where I can move things with my mind. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do that then? in a bit? <laughs> Give me a week. Three or four days, I've got other stuff on. There can't be anything else. If you can do that, why are you using that just to move a massive cargo tanker an inch after a week? To be honest, I usually specialise in football, penalties particularly. One penalty 25 years ago. But this time, yeah, I think that Yuri Geller waits for the call. From the, from governments from the UN and he's going. Don't worry. Well, they've got his, a red with, phone with his little band, little, his little tribe. Yeah, exactly. That phone will ring. And then after yeah. a while, it's not ringing. <laughs> or I'm just going to have to get involved. I'm just going to have to do this and then not get the credit again. There must be some people in our listenership who've met Yuri Geller. Who we've met him. I reckon there must be, and they must be able to say whether he is um, mm. he is legit or not. And does he go by Gelsey? Gelsey. That's what we want to know. Do you reckon you could like? I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but you know, holding his hand and mm. and hitting him in the face with his own hand, and be like, move this, go on. <laughs> He's an old man now. Yeah. Marcus likes How old him. is he? Oh, he must be late 60s. Be pretty easy. I don't, know. I don't know. Marcus Ray likes him because he's friends with Jacko. Get the silverback gorillas on him. <laughs> friends with Jacko. You love Jacko. Jacko's dead. Yeah, I know he is. Right. He was friends with Jacko. He probably still talks to him. <laughs> That's true. Probably bends him. <laughs> It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. Andy might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Spen. Just a spen at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Vish, yeah. are you ready to read an email? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate. <coughs> You can't corpse, it's Marcus's thing. <laughs> Sorry. I've got an email from Alex in London. Mm. I recently purchased the Euro 2020 Panini sticker album to stoke up excitement for the summer. And at Board Intrigue, I got searching where the spectacular overhead kick logo originates from. Huh. Turns out it's an illustration of a famous photo of Juventus defender Carlo Parola, Ooh. taken in 1950 during a match against Fiorentina. Parola apparently earned the nickname... Signor Rafskiata, Mr. Overhead Kick, what a nickname, by the way, Ooh. for his ability to score goals with acrobatic strikes. In a career spanning 16 years, it seems he only scored 10 goals in over 300 appearances. My question to the panel is, how many of those 10 goals would you say had have to have been volleys for his nickname to have actually been merited? Mm. Well, I reckon back in those days, mm. overhead kick was quite a rare thing, so I reckon if he just did it twice... Well, he'd be he'd be known for that. Then. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But I I always thought it was um, Silvio Piola, I think his name is, mm-hmm. who played Provicelli and uh, Italy. Probably won the World Cup with Italy back in the day. I thought he was the guy, the overhead kick guy. The original photo of Carlo Parola is mm. here. You can see it. It's iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's a brilliant that. photo. Yeah. I thought Big Silvio was. Um, some people suggested that he was the one who maybe not invented but popularised the overhead kick. Yes. That's uh, right. That's that was the original talk, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, but, it, it someone so- random claim to invent it. Pele? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he freed the Allies, didn't he? he did. Yeah. What was that ghastly film we watched with Pele? That oh, dreadful um, one with, as you said, one of the most dislikable leads. It was Doug Ellis. Doug? Do you remember Doug Ellis what, in, in the film? Aston Villa? Oh. 
claims to have invented the overhead kit. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like he, 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 I think Peter Crouch said it. Like, but it's back in like 2002 when Peter Crouch signed for Villa. I think it was around 2002, and he said that like when he was signing for Villa, mm. Doug Ellis started talking to him and claimed that he invented the overhead kick himself. Doug oh Ellis. Goodness. So. I always assumed it was just by accident, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, someone they fell let, over it, yeah. Yeah, they left some bread out and then suddenly we had penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like tripped over. Oh, uh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. that was me. You, get, you, you fell over and the, the striker just improvised, chucked his leg in the air and went, yeah. Oh, yeah, go on, then I'll pattern that. It was, just, it was a good email um, from Alex. Anyway, thank you for sending it in. I've got one here from Danilo Ottaviano. Mm. Uh, a very Italian theme to uh, the emails mm. today. A young or le- He says, a young 11 or 12-year-old boy asked for a Ronaldo cut at my barbershop recently. We assumed he meant a skin fade with a line in it, a la Cristiano. Mm -hmm. But the boy produced a picture on his phone of the original Ronaldo circa 2002. We wanted to check with his parents before doing such a ridiculous haircut, but he said he had no way of contacting them. So we proceeded to shave the young boy's hair into a Ronaldo 2002. You reckon that's true? No. So, so hold on, just the framing of this. He said he had no way of contacting him. Yeah. So are they? Is he saying that? Oh, we'll give you that haircut because you're an orphan. Yeah, in this world, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're yellow back. In, 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 in this world, an 11 year old boy's walked into a barbershop and gone, "I've got no way of contacting my parents." Yeah, and everyone going, "Okay, no problem." And he shaved himself one yeah. of those haircuts that Ronaldo recently apologised for. He produced a picture on his phone. Oh, he's got nowhere contacting them, but he's got mm, a phone. Yeah. This is pathetic from you, Danilo. Yeah, exactly. By the way, you wouldn't want Geller going into a, a barber's. The scissors would be all loose. You wouldn't be able to They'd cut. Bend, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah exactly. they would bend. Not if you're still yeah. chatting to Michael Jackson. No, yeah. right. <laughs> cut, cut around corners with them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Very important for a barber, I yeah. assume. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about this. Mm. But uh, it made it in. It made it Imagine in. Imagine the standard <laughs> of the other email. <laughs> Show at footballramble.com. Press the little jingy again. It's a nice one. It's a nice little one. No, no, we haven't finished. Oh, okay. Because we got sent this on Twitter. Uh, Sligo Sligo Rovers uh, CEO Colin Fayo won uh, a top prize recently, which was a a raffle at their local rivals, Finn Harps FC. It was a car. That's incredible. Wow. So the, the, the... I think... The the, the CEO of the local rivals won their raffle. Can I just say... That's a bit... And and this is not even a point about the rivalry thing. You'd be annoyed if you were just a fan. You would. Mm. There is an unwritten rule, I'm sure, that if you are a CEO, you've got to give it back. You should be entering the raffle to give the money to charity. Mm -hmm. If you win the prize, put the ticket back. I don't need a car. I'm the CEO. He might have done that, to be fair. Well, if he hasn't, he should be ashamed of himself. (laughs) Or just go completely the other way and take the car and ram it into the club (laughs) shop. Don't need it. Don't need it. (laughs) Well, handbrake turning on the pitch. (laughs) Throw it in the grass. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to ride that? Well, you fucking can't. (laughs) It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And he might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Sven. <laughs> it's got a very um, Turing of... Break style to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was thinking a bit Bombay Bicycle Club. Yes. Some of yeah. them, some are vibes. Yeah, some some, very much so. Mm. Little, yeah. little G and T in the in the shires fish. Yeah, that's what I think of. Yeah, don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Outdoor wedding. <laughs> yeah, bring, yeah. But the thing is, if, if you're gonna do, they're gonna have to bring their guitar. Like, don't bring your guitar along. No, that's fine. Got one for you. you, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, to the EFL. Yeah, uh, uh, Rebecca Welsh became uh, the first woman to be appointed uh, referee in an EFL game. Made a debut yesterday at Port Vale's two 0 win over Harrogate. Good stuff. Yes, it was. I very much enjoyed. 
quite a few people um, getting quite angry about it because it's something that um, grown men decide to get angry about. Uh, don't, don't worry about that. No, no, I know. I, I, well, I know, but um, he's, I, he's I, not here to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy uh, someone saying, "Well, no, you know, surely it's, she would have had to be brilliant to get to that level. Mm-hmm. Hence, why she's there. Um, it doesn't matter whether she's a man or woman." And then the person responded saying. Well, what about if it was someone from ISIS who was a, a very good referee? Would they be appointed? Good point. And I thought, well, yeah, brilliant. What well, I don't think they do much. I mean, I don't know much about it, mm. but I don't think they do. I wouldn't imagine the football being played in the caliphate mm. is as high a level as League Two. But well, I no, think... he'd have to work his way up if he was doing it. He or she who was in, if it's know, in ISIS, of ISIS. ISIS. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but would, I mean, they would very much enforce the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they you, would, you, yeah. you, you would say, um, yeah, but uh, but anyway, but yeah, but no, uh, back genu- to the actual yeah, matter. Gen- genuinely, really, I just had to bring that up because it was <laughs> I, I couldn't the, believe it. The, the, the thing I found a little bit tedious is the fact that the managers clearly got asked, asked after specifically about yes, it, yes. and they and they ended up looking like they couldn't really answer the questions that were being asked of them yeah. by the media without looking like they were overstating how important it was. Can't believe that she gave a yellow for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, were, and, and I did find it a little bit tedious, the forensic examination mm. of her performance because she's a woman yes. in League Two. You wouldn't see any mm. any coverage of any details at all really in mainstream media about League Two refereeing performances. Mm. But I understand that's part of the process and for us to get mm. to where we need to be, that has to happen. Other than that, I mean, yeah, there's not really an awful lot to say. Oh, that's, yeah. Mean, yeah. Great. <clears throat> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I interviewed the um, first... Uh, Female referee in the NFL. Um, oh, she refereed. Uh, she refereed the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. So Bowl, a yeah. woman called Sarah Thomas, and 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 she made the point of saying that like, it can be quite annoying when you're in that position because you end up being the first to do a lot of things. Yeah. To the extent that she ended up being the, you know, she was like the first woman mm-hmm. to get a really tight call on Monday Night Football, yeah, which made like yeah, front page yeah. news and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And she kind of saw it as something that it was her burden to bear in a yeah, way yeah, that yeah, she yeah, kind yeah. of. She, she had to push through it. She's a trailblazer, yeah. Yeah, and, and to think, like, to get to that level, the amount of shit mm-hmm. anyway you take as a referee, mm-hmm. and I can only imagine the amount of shit she would have had mm-hmm. as a woman, given how some of the behaviour is at the lower reaches of football. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it will be quite annoying that she'll have all these firsts, but, you know, she's blazing a trail and good honour. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, little Wayne Rooney update, everybody. Uh, Derby lost uh, to Reading 3-1, but they're eight points clear of the drop. You know, it's been a bit of a, a, a scrap down there for old Wazza, but uh, hopefully you can guide uh, Derby County to, to safety. Uh, Rotherham are in 22nd, and I, they have a few games, and I think about four games in hand on Derby, so it's all to play for, although they were beaten 3-0 by bottom of the table Wickham Wanderers last night, so <laughs> I think uh, Rooney and Derby will take... Uh, Wickham Wanderers is a massive story, because they've yeah. got they've won, only lost one of their last four. They've um, they've oh, Sorry, no, they've won three of their last five, I think, and they were completely out of touch, and mm-hmm. at the start of the season they were talking, oh, they're going to be the worst championship team of all time. They probably are going to be relegated, but they've still given themselves a chance. Mm. They've won two in a row now. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know. Well, I think the relegation uh, battle down in the championship is sort of hotting up. Mm. Well, it's quite weird, isn't it? Because there's so many different games in hand. Yes. Like I've got in front of me here, that yeah, Ro- yeah, yeah. Rotherham have only played 36, whereas either side of them, Sheffield United, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, pardon me, and, um, and Birmingham have played 39. Mm. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot to lot to come. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, at the other end of the table, uh, Middles. Oh, by the way, speaking of relegation, Nigel Pearson, Bristol City manager, he suggested that after their defeat to Coventry, they could get relegated. They're 14 points clear. <laughs> I mean, I understand. He's got over the top there, undermined all his arguments yeah. about how bad the performance was. I understand was. sometimes yeah. you've got to squeeze an extra 10% out of the lads. But don't this talk. wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. That Yeah, fair enough. 
If you carry on, you're going to get relegated. We're not. <laughs> We're not going to get relegated. We're 14. <laughs> We're going to be okay. Um, Middlesbrough drew one all with Watford. Uh, Watford in second, looking good for promotion. Neil Warnock himself has tipped Watford and Norwich to walk promotion. Brave now. move. <laughs> yeah. Watford, Norwich are 15 points clear. Yeah. Norwich, yeah. I mean, Norwich have romped it, haven't they? Daniel Farker yeah. getting all the topics correct. Might, the topics might be back next season. Well, you'd hope so. You'd hope the topics will be back. Yeah. He'd be welcome back, I think. I, the one thing I would hate is if he's learnt loads more English. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the charm of him and the yeah. topics is, is needs to stay. It does need to stay. Maybe that's something that we need as native English speakers. We need to adopt that. The, the, I think the big story, well, not the a big story up there mm-hmm. is that is Swansea. They've dropped off a cliff. Yes, they lost they four in a row, and that's yeah. that now, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, had they been in the form they're in previously, if they mm-hmm. won all those games. Obviously, they'd be in the top two still. Mm-hmm. Disappointing for them. Very disappointing. It is a bit disappointing for, uh, for them. Don't score enough goals. Well, that will always be a problem. Mm. Um, but, I mean, Middlesbrough themselves under Warnock, they would have maybe fancied um, a little go at, uh, at, at promotion. Um, we know he's, he's, he's pretty good at that as well. But, you know, Middlesbrough, they've dropped down a bit. I mean, in 10th, um, what are they, uh, nine points The off. best Neil Warnock story, Marcus, you yeah. come on, is the Southwest Tour. Oh, well, yeah. It's just great stuff. I know, but I've got to do a bit of due diligence here. It's <laughs> more not. Do what you want. And it was great for Yannick Balassi to get an equaliser. His first goal in English football All since right. October 2018. Okay, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know you had to mention Yannick Balassi. <laughs> Big Carry Yannick. Yeah. But the big story, of course, is Warnock has already planned Borough's return to the southwest coast for pre-season. He took his squad down that way um, to Devon and Cornwall for a training camp last summer. Because he lives down in Cornwall, mm. does, uh, does old Warnock. And he's arranged three games uh, with three clubs in the area. It always makes for a good pre-season. In Cornwall, well, it's a great part of the world to visit. And uh, didn't he have a barbecue with like his players and the opposition players or something like that? Yeah. It's just glorious. I, I like the idea of the really tranquil and quiet Devon and Cornwall and Warnock swearing up the place. <laughs> no, he won't be. That's when he's on the pitch shouting at referees. Yeah. But it's like he's mine host, otherwise, isn't he? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think they'd enough. love him down there. I think they love him everywhere. Uh, but uh, it's staying in the northeast if we can. Hartlepool. Um, shout out to them. They put an outfield player in goal against Boreham Wood. In the 36 minutes. <laughs> Always love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Always love to see it. Ended up drawing two all. And I don't I don't think he conceded. So, uh, yeah, marvellous stuff. Good on him. Absolutely marvellous stuff. Uh, all right, gentlemen, this evening, uh, the Champions League returns. Manchester City versus Dortmund and Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Um, Jurgen Klopp, he's got to let go of his anger towards Sergio Ramos. Um, because he suggested he would reconsider his comments in 2018 that he wouldn't invite Ramos to his 60th birthday. <laughs> Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? Well, if you don't, if you don't know him, don't invite him. <laughs> yeah, don't you don't have to do that. Well, who's he inviting? Guest lists are quite. I mean, they're even harder now, considering you know the number of people you're allowed in the room. So, and, the yeah, man, man, and the mad thing is, Jurgen Klopp's only fifty-three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's he saying? <laughs> Has he been planning his sixtieth birthday <laughs> for so long? Uh, it's just, it's a very very strong. Water under the bridge, Jurgen. <laughs> seven years. <laughs> You're not coming because you did sign to one of my players ten years ago. Uh, <laughs> we don't even know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you bounce? Yeah. Speaking of odd quotes, Pep Guardiola has accused UEFA of killing the players. Mm. Um, oh, he's always talking about that. To be to be fair though, I've I've said this before, and we've talked about it at length on this show in the past. That you know the amount of football that the players have mm. been asked to play now is crazy. It is. He's absolutely insane. Um, so I do understand Guardiola's. I mean, he's a mad old peanut head, but I do understand. <laughs> That he's on this thing, he's probably spot on. I'd say that's you what you say so. to someone you agree with. What mm. mad, mad old, old peanut, peanut head? Yeah, <laughs> Jim calls him a bald fraud. 
Yeah. yeah. All the time. I don't think that's as bad, oddly. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I also ask why there's a sentence the in the running order? is the says, ugliest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. There's a sentence in the running order saying, Erling Haaland turned up to the Lowry Hotel in Manchester wearing a blue backpack. Yeah. Did you write that? No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that? I mean, it, it does make you think. Yeah, it makes me think a lot. Yeah. I mean, surely you'd have gone for it. What, what is if you put red and blue together, would it be purple? Yeah. Yeah. He should have been a purple backpack. So the people were saying, yeah, they're only they? signing for Fiorentina, isn't it? Uh, that's people unlikely. were saying, was it at the inauguration of Joe Biden or the inauguration of someone? I think there were there were there was a lot of purple because they were saying it's a, it's a subconscious signal to say let's bring oh, red and blue together. Mm. Oh, that would be a great one. Love of Holland started wearing purple everywhere. It would be. But the big surely the big barrier is the fact that Pep Guardiola hates Mina Rola. I suppose he won't be doing the negotiations. I guess. Though. Yeah. Yeah, well, he took a pop at the uh, the agents' fees that um, Dortmund it's paid. Mental. Don't they? Yeah. It's mental. It's insane. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't agree with this whole sort of Harland thing. The way slagging off Minerola, you don't agree with it? No, that. I agree with that very yeah. much. I just think that the way he's kind of touting him around, yeah, as if he's like the hottest ticket in town. Well, he needs to raise some money for some new tracksuit bottoms. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that must be it. Yeah, like yeah. he could do this. Uh, who was it saying like this could all be done in quiet, but making a big show of it? Oh, oh no, it's, it's all, it's all very, very deliberate. Bear in yeah. mind that. Um, I heard that some people were being told where they'd be able to shoot from to get a good shot of Haaland leaving Lowry. Of course they were. It's all part of the game. Yeah, and it's a bit like um, so when LeBron James uh, left the Cleveland Cavaliers to join the Miami Heat, they had a TV show for his decision to the extent that there's a Wikipedia page on it which has a critical reception section. <laughs> we should be doing that. Yeah. They should be but doing they, that. But ba- that's basically what they're doing. They're just playing this all out in public. Yeah. There's an element to this, and I know you can't be too distasteful because Erling Holland is, is you know, particularly is, is a young man still. Mm-hmm. But I, do you remember when, um, I talked about this at the time, but do you remember when um, Steven Gerrard tried to stop um, the cameras filming them after they lost, uh, the drew against Crystal Palace? Luis Suarez tears. Yeah. Mm. No. That's what you're paying for. We're yeah. paying for that. Yeah. The whole circus is what we're paying for. I, remember we, you I pay that. 94 quid a month for Sky Sports. <laughs> you're going to give me tears. Yeah, I, I want all of it. Yeah. I want the good and the bad uh-huh. because that's what I've paid for. Yeah. So you're get a ca- camera on him 24 hours a day as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I probably won't watch the whole day. Cameras in <laughs> dressing rooms, is that what you're going for here? There's a problem with that. You know yeah. there's problems with that and it involves genitalia. <laughs> right, it's time for this. Barton might have gone and Chavino did. Why Barton? Well, because he grabbed him by the throat. Well, I just <laughs> thought that uh, firstly the guys dived. Big pards, he of the dance. Uh, it's time to play your pards right. Um, you know how to play by now, you guys. Everyone listening will know too. But if you don't and you're new to this, you'll pick it up. Um, don't forget you're working as a team, Vish and Marcus. Vish, you were noticeably more relaxed in the absence of Jules Breach. Um, by which point, I don't know if you noticed, but subconsciously you had pushed your chair so far back to the wall mm. that you were almost hiding behind the monitor um, because you were so frightened of her. You're not as frightened as Marcus, are you? No, no. She sent me some voice memos overnight. I don't know why. <laughs> um, cool. But no, I've, I thought you both did very well together. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, you, you're you're the brains of this operation, oh, so I struggled. We got okay. to take down Brassel. It's a standard horror lower game. Andy uh-huh. Brassel, as Vicious mentioned, has got the record of seven. Uh-huh. He's never been beaten. He did it on his own. No team has got close to him, really, mm. let alone beat him. If you get the massive, uh, big number ten, then you will be uh, a legend forever. On the road, you're legends forever anyway. But you know what I mean. Okay, you need to pick a number between one and five between you, please. You know I've picked the last few times. You go number one. Number one, okay. Oh. oh, what have you done? Picked a number. That's probably the hardest one. Yeah. Do yeah. pick another one? No, no you can't. Picked one. You can't pick another one. Um, touches in the Premier League this season. <laughs> that, to be fair, is the hardest one. How is that a category? <laughs> I just pick five. I just make them up. 
Number one is touches in the Premier League this season. <laughs> you are going to attempt to name 10 correct players, higher or lower, based on the amount of touches <laughs> they've had in the Premier League this term. It's a hard one, but you picked the number. Yeah. As ever, our first player is Alan Pardew. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who, at the time of recording, has zero touches in the Premier League this yeah. season. Um, on the field, yeah. yeah <laughs> of, the, of the ball, on the field. Mm. Um your first player. Yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ready? All right, here we go. Yeah. So let's see how many you can get. Let's see. Have a bit of fun with it anyway. Yeah. Um, first place, Harry Maguire. Higher or lower than zero touches of the ball this season? Higher. Okay, so That's I, correct. I've led on that one, Vishy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So Harry Maguire, I believe it or not, had 2,369 touches in the Premier League this season. Mm-hmm. So just over 2,300. Your next player, higher mm-hmm. or lower than Harry, Harry Maguire, is Mr. Eric Dyer. Oh, it's got to be lower. Yeah. Well, the thing of how many games that Harry Maguire's played. Yeah, Harry Maguire's played loads, and he's you know he's that uh, ball carrying centre half that uh, us English loves love. touching, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, Two thousand three hundred sixty four of them with his fucking Swede. <laughs> <laughs> Higher or lower for Eric Dyer? Lower. That's two. If we'd have got that wrong, I'd have been off. <laughs> so why don't you have a little guess at how many touches you think he's had to see if you can get the ballpark right? Eric. Uh, so 2,300, Eric Dyer, 1,400. Okay, so he's got 1,533. So he's in the right kind of ballpark. Okay. okay. So that's two you've got. Higher or lower than Eric Dyer? Mr. Tyrone Mings. I think higher Tyrone because Mings. Mings would have played more than Dyer. That would be my, that would be my thinking. Yeah, okay. Dyer has, has played a lot, but I think recently, if these stats are up to today... From the Premier League website, so take yeah. it up with them. Okay. We'll take it up with Pars, it's his game. Uh, have you refreshed the page? <laughs> uh, Not since November, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that does make it tricky. Yeah. So that would be my... So you think higher or lower for... You got, you're airing on the side of higher for Tyrone Mings to Eric that, I would say higher, Vish. Yeah, go. I mean, look, it's t- neither of us have a bloody clue. No, exactly, really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a team game, and Vish is just going, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah right, okay. higher. Come okay, on. Okay, higher. Let's get this one right. That's yeah! yeah. 1,647 on. touches for Tyrone Mings, for England's Tyrone Mings. Yeah. Okay, the next player to go to four, so for your fourth correct answer in a row, is N'Golo Kante. N'Golo Kante, or Conte, whatever you call them these days. That's I change tricky. the names all the time, players. I reckon lower. I think you're right. I think you might be right there. I reckon lower. Yeah, I, that's my feeling. Any, any kind of insight into your reasoning? Uh, hasn't, played, hasn't played every game, generally doesn't dwell on the ball. But he is a midfield player. He is yeah, but it doesn't player. dwell on the ball, wins it, gives it. I, 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 I was airing on the same as you, so I think we'll go lower. You want to go lower for N'Golo Conte? Yes. So lower amount of touches than Tyrone yeah. Minks. Are you trying to... Sub- you I know, trying yeah. To... It's wrong. Afraid not. Cocking yeah. I'm afraid not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lost. Clearly they need help. <laughs> you do need help. In Golo Kante, 1,733 touches. It seems, and you weren't to know this before, but it seems that being a midfield player in this game is massive. It is massive. Yeah. So, unfortunately, you only got um, three right. Well... It's a poor effort. I think it's all right. Yeah. There we are. It's great. not, is it? No, it was a bit crap. Yeah. <laughs> State of it. So yeah. it goes. But at least we, we agreed, though, Vish, didn't we? Yeah, we, f- we fell Went together. Went down together. Yeah. Exactly. The Brussels record's never going to be beaten. Well, he hasn't to do the daft little mug maybe touches. We'll, maybe we will next time. Maybe we can <laughs> get a, one of those silverback gorillas on him. Yeah, maybe you could. <laughs> With a gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble today. It's been an absolute pleasure on tomorrow's show. I'm back with Vish and Jimmy joins us. Should be a cracker. little substitution. Hopefully. More out. Campbell in for the last half hour. We'll get Jim to do player parts, right, but make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> 
Who do you like more or less? I'll do that. <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you for Dushan Handaraj. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you tomorrow. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.